0: He's not getting it's not it, either. getting it. So I've got the extra I, I can think
1: of better things to
2: spend $1,000 on. Oh yeah, absolutely. yeah everybody, absolutely. Everybody has their different things. Everybody knows all the technology. I was online at the right. Apple store because it was a tax-free weekend that I was going to save 7% on. Right. And I consider amazingly well-built products. Right. And I really value technology and what it does in my life. One, six, fish. I also think the other big thing, and I think it's a giant misnomer, is we think the middle class is shrinking, it's not. This no. is this is from the Pew uh, Pew Research Center, which is reasonably conservative. Fifty-one percent of adults live in middle income households, twenty-nine percent are in lower income households, twenty percent are in the upper income households. Right. That's that constitutes
0: seventy-one percent of people well, the upper, who are living pretty damn well. But the upper and class has so, also grown in the last ten years too. It has actually gotten larger. Over the last 10 years than it has previously before. And, again, like I said, you've got the money to go out and be able to buy the, the latest, newest gadget, all that kind of stuff. Sure. I do, too. But, again, is there's so many people that I listen to that I know who I know don't make as much money as me and yet go out and spend that kind of money. I, I know I people that make that.
1: half the amount of money I make. And I don't make a ton of money.
0: Right. That
1: are They always have... The newest tv the newest phone getting new cars and i'm like it's just ridiculous to me that you would put yourself because you know they're going to be in debt their entire life
0: well and again is what i want to say to that is is it's one of those things where i think the middle class and the reason why people think the middle class is shrinking is it's one of those things where the way we used to spend our money versus the way we spend our money now Mm -hmm. or or how you look at it so uh over the last 10 years we've lost 60% of the value of the dollar due to inflation. So that's one of the things where you lose a, a bit of that, that value of that dollar. But also it's, you know, I remember when I was a kid, you paid 50 cents for a cup of coffee versus now you go out and pay $5, you know. Mm-hmm. Radio used to be free, but now we pay $10 to belong to a radio station, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know well, to be to be fair too, though. Uh, CDs were 15 bucks a pop
2: because of oh, yeah. price collusion amongst all the major records. Absolutely. And now I, Absolutely. Pay, now I pay $10 a month for Spotify and nope. I can listen to anything I want. Absolutely. So some things have gone down. Made but a lot the difference of the is one you own one you don't. Well, I mean I at some
1: point but, but it's, it's, you're going to lose that if you decide to quit, quit paying and, and, for Spotify. And I
0: understand the, the substitution effect where one money goes changes to the other side. But it's it's what I see is more of what. Like, you buy one CD and you listen to it and that was, you know, $15 or whatever. And you didn't go out and buy a CD every single day. I did. Uh, I was ever every week anyway. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the thing is, how many of those people were buying a $5 cup of coffee or just buying one a week? Or, you know, so it, it's when you add that, those dollars up, I sat down and did it. It was like something like somebody's paying like 500 bucks a, a year for a cup of coffee. And you're sitting there thinking to yourself... You know, well, that's why you're a little bit poor. Is because what used to be, you know, fifty dollars is now costing you five hundred. Yeah. And and again, is you're, you're paying for water now where water used to be free. I mean, it you know, still we still is buy free. A people well, it, just it don't is, like but just to, people like to buy yeah. a bottle of water. No, I, I'm, yeah. I'm
2: paying for the convenience of being able to carry Pure water, water right. me everywhere mm-hmm. I go. Right. right. I love that. Right. Even okay. more than that, I, here's where I think you get into trouble. Is they base These numbers on who's in the middle class, upper class, Mm -hmm. based on income, Mm -hmm. but they don't do it as on is your net worth. And I have a feeling that if you did it on net worth, you'd probably be alarmed that people you thought were rich were not rich. Oh no, absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. uh, A lot of those people are living that. Yeah,
0: they're they're living paycheck to paycheck. I don't think
1: that's one. One. I don't think that's you know middle class, upper class. I think that's just across the board.
0: People live outside
1: their means a lot. Well, that goes back to I want, I want to speak man. to my a foreman that
3: might be listening to the podcast. Probably none of them. I give you fifty dollars a month to buy a phone that works and answers, and you can text me and use it. That's six hundred dollars a year. That's a very nice phone. Learn how to use it. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Brian, go right. you guys something next to, you guys <laughs> have to add it to
4: this
1: uh, conversation? That's true, man. Nextel was definitely made for. I, I feel like.
2: Oh.
1: I mean, I feel like things have changed since. I don't know. Just
5: I mean, I guess as long as I've been around, which you know, isn't as long as a lot of people, but it's it's sort of like that. I feel like the Keeping Up with the Jones of thing. The kids down the block. Like I, okay, I I have uh, four nieces and nephews. Uh, two nieces, two nephews, and as they're getting older, I mean, one of them's eight, eight. I think she just got her first cell phone, and it kind of blows my mind. But it's one of those where I, I, I asked my brother about it. I'm like, hey, you know, she's got a, she's got a cell phone. And it's like, yeah, uh, you know, all, all the other kids have cell phones. But it's not about all the other kids have cell phones. It's that well, we need to know where she is. Well, when I was that age, did my parents need to know where I was. I mean, I, I don't know. But, but maybe that's changed. But then also is that she would be left out. Now, everyone else has a cell phone that's in whatever grade eight-year-olds are in, and you know, if, if she's the only one that that's doesn't yeah, have a cell phone, then suddenly you're an outcast, and you well, can't be involved in, because now communication is all cell phones, right? Yeah. I was texting. Now you can't be part of the group that communicates. Oh yeah, we're in a group text, sorry you didn't get the invite to go do this thing. And it just kind of, and I mean, that's just one example, but that's that's several hundred dollars, right? And then you want the same cell phone that everyone else has, which is most likely Apple, which isn't going to be cheap. But then, you know, you see all your friends go, and they start getting coffee. Like, Starbucks is a big thing. Starbucks raises their prices. It becomes a trend thing. And now i got to go get it every single day if I want to go hang out with these guys. Am I going to go to the coffee shop and not buy what everyone else is going to buy? I mean, as an adult, I don't have a problem. Well, with I don't it. think
1: wanting to fit in is any different now than it was oh, when no. I was a kid. More, it yeah. But it's more expensive. Well, I think it's more expensive. Now, I can say... Absolutely
2: not at all. Not in, not in comparative dollars, I wouldn't think so. You don't think so? No. I remember when Atari first came out, and it was 300 bucks. This is like 1979.
1: That's true. I can remember that. I remember the first bucks. time Nike had their no, no. white high tops. But, but, Everybody had to have
0: them. Here's what I'll say to that Atari, though. <laughs> Not everybody you knew had Atari. They all wanted it. Everybody wanted to it, it, but not everybody got it. But now, but now has. everybody has. My a, parents Everybody now. has now like a PS3 and a, 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 a Nintendo. And it's not like you have one game system. It's not like you walk into a guy's house and he's got all three of them because there's certain games that don't go on one and another. And all of a sudden you're sitting there thinking to yourself, man, you're 30-some-odd years old. What 30-some-odd years old plays video games? <laughs> and, of course, nowadays it's... Nowadays, a lot of them do. Nowadays, well, yeah. of them
1: do. But, but yeah. parents nowadays feel like the pressure of my kid has to fit in with everybody else. Whereas when I was growing up, my parents were like, I can't afford it. You're not going to get it. I'm sorry.
4: You know, you what? Know, I think that's what's changed. My mom, we just, we just, she was just in town and we were just joking about the fact that all growing up, I wanted Jordan. She couldn't afford Jordans. She didn't buy me Jordans. She made no apologies to the fact that she couldn't afford nor was going to buy me shoes that she couldn't afford. But now and 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 full disclaimer, they were all on clearance pricing. Yeah. But I've got three different pair of Jordans now, but they were all <laughs> like fifty bucks. Right. You know, so the but the fact that now the parents aren't as willing to I guess, you look. As kids, we all ran in the room and slammed the door, and I hate you because you can't, you know, cause you can't do what all the other kids are doing. But I think these parents are, you know, you know I remember Bernie Mac, one of his yeah. comedy routines, great guy, you know, and one of his comedy routines, and he was just saying, you know, we the punk ass parents, you know, it, it ain't the kids aren't worse. We punk ass parents, yeah. we don't want to tell them no. But I think that's partially before I move to the next subject I think it's partially because we don't really want to tell ourselves no anymore right. either. And mm-hmm. and that is what is creating what feels because you remember last podcast we talked about how things feel. Right. And uh, right. I think that's it's creating this thing where it feels like right. the middle class is, is shrinking or it feels like you know because it's not necessarily but because we don't want to deprive ourselves we don't want to deprive our kids we don't we want to keep up with what the joneses are doing you know that yeah it feels like we're not doing as well because the joneses just got a brand new you know you know uh you know s class and you know and i'm driving a honda and uh And, and that's what makes me feel a little weird about it. i got to stop. One thing
3: before you move on. Yeah. I had three choices for shoes when I was a kid. <laughs> Converse, PS Flyers, or kids, Or Kits. Yeah. P- P- yeah. K-E-D-S. Yeah. That was
0: yeah.
3: it. Yeah.
1: Well,
0: hey. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, get over it. <laughs> yeah. Kind of one of those things, though, too, yeah. is, uh the other day, uh, Bad News Bears was on TV. And it was the old nineteen seventies mm-hmm. version, yeah. Be- yeah, with Walter though And the thing is, go back and watch—not that—that they didn't, you know, advertise in movies and TVs with clothes and fashion and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But the most of the marketing within movies was Pepsi or Pizza Hut. It was what you were going to drink and what you were going to eat, or shampoo, or this and that. And it wasn't as much on the clothing side and clothing. that kind of yeah. stuff. Versus you watch that and it's like you saw goofy kids wearing random. Weird <laughs> just stuff. Random weird And stuff. then nowadays, you watch movies and it's like, you know, kids are a little bit more snazzy, more dressed, more put together and it's like, okay, this is how you're supposed to look. Where before it was, those were just kids. Wait a second. Well, yeah. and, and I had platform shoes, Red plaid bell bottoms,
3: yeah. a white shirt, and a blue yeah. sweater vest, and I was a bad dude. Right, but <laughs> you don't
2: think there are a billion dudes who wanted to look like James. Well, well tell me, I didn't was completely in love with him. Right, but but again, it oh, was it was but that's, was, but that's, that's I'll tell you a true story. That's
0: that's an older guy. I'm talking about kids. I'm talking about the bad news bears, the little kids that were in there. You're talking kids who are twelve and younger. I, I'm telling you the Bad, high yeah. schoolers yeah, great schoolers right. all wanted to look like James Dean because he was a badass. And <laughs> right, was right, but that was James yeah, Dean. That, was that of wasn't like a rock star of the star. Right, but that's, again, that's... No, the, kid, but the kids, well, uh, clearly... But Hufford Boogart wore one, tuxedos wanted People a, didn't go out jeans tuxedo. and tuxedos. jeans a white shirt and, the, and yeah. a
2: jacket. I will tell you a very true story. This is from, uh, this is Clark Gable movie. God, I always forget the name of it. It's the one with Carol Lombard with her. Um, for the first time, like, she was an heiress and runs off them and all this you could say my in One time, he did not wear an undershirt in the movie. Like, took his shirt off and wasn't wearing an undershirt. The undershirt industry dropped by 70%. Because Clark Gable didn't, didn't wear shirt. Wow! Ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. That's yeah, great. Right. We've always idolized movie stars.
0: We've always followed them. We've always done everything. It's never been different. It's been kids and adults. It's been. It's I'm everything. not. I'm not denying the adult side of that. The people and the adults, the way they dress and all that kind of stuff. I'm talking like the kids in they the movies. They market to kids. The now. way the kids They're are in good. the dress in the movies back then, you didn't care. You didn't spend the money on the wardrobe on those kids in those movies you know and again uh, you can say there's say some kids saw i mean but I you know mean, again a kid looks at you know lucky him. lindy back in the day and he wanted to have the the, the air fighter hat and the yeah. the, mm-hmm. the, the leather jacket and the bomber jacket and that kind of stuff so they'll always have that but it was one of the things where kids aren't and again it's like the, watching the difference between the bad news bear or bad news bears and the way those kids are dressed and clueless and the way those kids were dressed mm-hmm. and it's a significant difference between the two
2: yeah. and i would argue that you know the disney uh, shows and all that kind of stuff. Like there were a lot of kids who were dressed because they wanted to look like Edna Funicello or whatever
4: the case may be, and that kind of stuff. I mean, I, I don't think that's a, this isn't a new phenomenon. I don't think it's do not I don't. I don't think it's a new phenomenon. But what I do think is, you know, it's funny. I was having this conversation with, and I and I I, I got I got throw this in, and then right after I throw it in, I gotta to move to the next topic. But I was having this conversation with uh, with my cousin, and we were talking about. There's this sentiment in hip hop that, like, all the new hip hop is horrible, and the, the kind of the '90s era was the greatest. And so, growing up listening oh, really? to the growing <laughs> up listening to the '90s era stuff, of course, I love the '90s era stuff. But I don't think I ever got stuck in the period. Right. But what I really realized was, I don't know if people really believe that maybe that music was better, or um, in the 90s, you could dress like your favorite rapper. You could go to the mall. A lot of times, in a lot of these neighborhoods, there were little boutique stores that sold clothes for dirt that you can go and you can buy... You know, but you could go to
1: Marry Around
4: and yeah, but right. yeah, Meriground and uh, and uh, Ativo and you know and all these other stores and you could really, literally, you saw LL Cool J wearing it in the video. You can run to the mall and you can buy it. That's the, the big difference now is you know like you know like a Jay Z or uh, you know yeah. Kanye West or or any of these you know the big rappers okay. now. You know, you you can't go to the regular mall because they're wearing, you know, Balenciaga <laughs> gym shoes versus, you know, Nike high tops, which is, you know, it's just, you know, and, and which gets me back to why it feels different. Right. I don't think it is different. I think it feels different because what you're aspiring for is more expensive so than... The, the bar yeah.
0: expires with money. The, the, the feeling as far as what you're trying to accomplish is the same thing, but the bar to which to accomplish that has risen in the sense like what you're talking about is it used to be Adidas tennis shoes versus, you know, like a pair of Gucci. You know, it, it's a su- huge difference between going out and spending $50 versus going out and spending $500. My fact shoes were
4: Adidas. You should
3: have a dude's distraction
4: I was a bad man. So. <laughs> Actually, the, the anonymous female found this next story. I thought this was really hilarious. You want to you jump in with it?
1: Oh, so, um, you know, I get several different news, news feeds, but Thursday on our, right before end of work, I got one come across that said the U.S. authorities arrested more than 40 alleged mafia um, Members, did
3: you guys hear about that? No, you, you no, told no. Me about it. I did.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't um, know about it
3: till then. Where at? Uh, it was in New York. Imagine that.
1: But <laughs> it was across five states, and it was for New, York, New Jersey, I'm sure you guys are going to really be shocked at what they were arrested for. Money laundering, racketeering, Racketeer. oh, extortion, <laughs> loan sharking, smuggling, arson, and gun trafficking.
3: It's a great trade. Yeah. It
1: was the, <laughs> now I'll, I'm probably going to butcher these names so somebody else can read them.
3: Yeah, the
2: Genovese, Gambino, the Cheesy, and the uh, Banana Panthers. Yeah. So yeah, I was, was
4: Well, the, fun, the funny thing the is I was other like,
1: accused mobsters were part of the main Philadelphia family. So sense. it was the New York, Isn't the five it? main major right. outfits and then another one from Philadelphia.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You got to make money somewhere, right? But the
1: states were New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts and Florida. Yeah. And the FBI <laughs> The FBI did it. Um,
4: I just thought it was interesting that uh, that, that the American mafia uh, as quiet, quote-unquote, as it has been, <laughs> it's obviously still alive. Oh, absolutely. It's obviously still alive. My
3: wife uh, has family and members still in the business in Boston. I mean, jeez. You know, it's... It is and, and extortion. Yeah, Did and I say me, that? Yeah. yeah, I said extortion. I like to drink with them. A so lot have you heard else. of um, Rooster <laughs>
1: and Tony the Cripple and Mustache Pat?
4: <laughs> uh, the the crack, nicknames are the best. They're better the the than rapper names. Mustache Pat.
1: <laughs> that just cracks me up.
4: The names are oh, better than it? rapper names.
1: Rooster, Tony the Cripple, and Mustache Pat. <laughs> <laughs> I it wonder if it's the guy used, named
3: Rooster and the oil fellow. I wonder if it's the same guy. He <laughs> was our show.
1: They used violence, threats, and destruction of property to intimidate their neighborhood, according to authorities.
4: Imagine that! I'm
1: like i never, in a million years, would believe that.
4: <laughs> and that is hilariously funny to me. Got to make a buck. I
5: think it's funny We're sitting in, in this room. And we're yeah, eating. I know. I was going to say actually. I know we're 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 sitting we're. Uh,
4: we're that,
1: that's technically party fouls, but I was so tickled by it. Yeah. I don't know why. I just thought it was kind of a funny.
4: Yeah, I'm like yeah. really.
1: I mean, we you don't hear about that stuff yeah, really. Some things
4: anymore. change, but some things it's never change. It
1: always comes back around, doesn't it?
4: Yeah, yeah. I saw this story. Uh, it said uh, it was five things we learned about uh, the presidential campaign last week. Uh, so uh, I want to run through them, and then we can kind of we can kind of touch on. Them. It says uh, so uh, Hillary and the Democrats kind of won the, the debate game. Um, basically, yeah, basically because of the, the point bounce yeah. um, that, uh, you know, uh, after the Republican convention, uh, Donna went up a solid three points, uh, three to four points. And, but after her, she went up a solid seven points. And then as the week kind of rose and he kind of kept putting his foot in his mouth, we yeah. went have to... Imagine that. This morning,
1: she was at 50% and he was at 42%. Yeah,
4: so it was kind of interesting. It says, uh, college-educated white voters, uh, are a big problem for Donald Trump. Uh,
1: yeah,
4: so I thought that that was, uh, I thought that that was interesting. Also, uh, showing, uh, Kind of the voter spread by race, it was saying that uh, uh, he still has an edge on Hillary with white voters, fifty-one to forty-one. Uh, mm-hmm. He's getting completely uh, obliterated uh, with the black vote, eighty-six to eight. That's a guarantee. Yeah, yeah. and we figured that. Well, much. and I even
0: heard that it's as low
4: as he's only getting like three percent of the. Say, I'm surprised. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say I'm surprised to getting any to tell you the truth, yeah. but. Uh, Hispanic vote 68 to 24 really? which I'm also surprised is getting that many of it. Huh. Well, could, and then other voters she's up 52 to 34 and kind of just the other what's demographics. Other,
1: other well
4: you know other ethnicities They, they that was kind of what that what the breakdown did, was about you know, I think, I think uh, the, the Hispanics
3: the most nation. interesting dynamic because yeah. there's still you know I have 30% of my employees or 30-35% of my employees are Hispanic And I really enjoy them. I call them my new Americans. Because some of them are working towards their citizenship. Most of them just have resident cards. And they're here legally or not going to be able to hire them. But they are very, really very conservative in a lot of ways. Um, They are family-oriented. They have children. Tend not to get divorced.
1: Well, I think but, that that plays into their religion.
3: plays into. I mean, Catholic. Yeah, Catholics don't really they're believe in divorce. Their churches right. and their communities.
1: Yeah.
3: And 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 who they are. It's important. and, and mm-hmm. It's it's really the really more than anything. Most of these guys are nice people. They're good people, and they come out and they work hard. They really take pleasure in what they have in America. Mm -hmm. And where a lot of us Americans that are too many generations down the road from our parents and grandparents and great-grandparents have kind of forgotten what that is. And what a really special privilege is that, you know, our our panel is a perfect example of that. Because we can discuss anything. We have become so comfortable over time with each other that we can have political discussions, we can have race discussions, we can have business discussions, life discussions, any type of discussion. And these people are, are what we should strive to be again. where we start to get back to our basics of what it is to be an American. And we, American is, is, is this melting pot of beautiful people when we decide to be that way. Mm-hmm. When we don't decide to be that way, it's really ugly. Oh, but wait. we forget who we are sometimes, and, I, and I, I think that's our biggest problem nowadays, is we kind of forgot who we are. We become so divided and polarized that we forgot who we are. We still live in a country where you can have your own opinion. Well, yeah. I, think,
1: um, I think, and it, it may not be the right way to say it, but I think Americans tend to feel like they're entitled, like everything should just be given to them. Well, we were talking the other day about um, how people complain so much about jury duty, oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that is you don't like it, but that's one yeah, nobody do, likes it. And but then, that's one of the few things as a citizen that is a yeah. duty for you to do. Yeah, yeah. it's only it's and, not that
4: many, and and you may have a better uh, grasp on the, the list of them. Uh, cause you just kind of have. <laughs> historical knowledge but there's only a few true duties of citizenship one of which is you're gonna jury have duty. to serve jury duty at some point just because you
3: go in and say I want to kill I want to kill and hope you get off you know <laughs> it's not
1: well like my cool, mom right? just had jury duty uh, last week and she was talking about how you know it was a attempted murder trial and she was they had 68 people that they selected to pick from the, for the jury, and she was talking about how this one guy was self-employed, and all he did was complain, complain, and complain to the point where the judge had to tell him, if you don't sit down and shut up, you're going to be in t- at contempt mm-hmm. of court, and I'm going to arrest you, and that will be jail time, and he finally shut up, but it was just like, there's 67 other people here that probably feel the same way as you. Right. You know, he was talking about how he was losing money. Well, nobody really gets paid full, full their full days pay for going to jury duty. But yeah. it was. We have to pay. For it.
0: A lot of a lot of uh, companies, corporations will, will actually have will have to pay. They're used to pay. overtime. Six, yeah. or seven bucks now. Yeah.
1: It's um, but not all so of them so have they, to. It's do six bucks. If, if you're if you're do.
0: salaried, it's it's you, you
1: get you get uh, some Yeah. Pay.
0: Yeah, and and the thing is, but, for me, it's like I never get picked. So it's like I've had times where I've gone in. And at the same time as I'm one of those people were I'm just gonna be honest with you. So if you ask me a question, I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, so well. like I've sat down and people were like, you know, like I got picked for a federal grand jury on two drug dealers. Mm-hmm. And the way the court was trying to phrase or or the defense was trying to phrase it, was that it was a, a racial fight between two two guys mm-hmm. and they were both Colombian, and just one was Colombian and part black, and the other one was full Colombian. They were both drug dealers. They shot each other and one of them killed the other one. And I'm like, okay, so what you're saying is, him being half black had to deal with them shooting each other, not the fact that it's a drug deal gone wrong. And then he was just like, well, I go, It's a drug deal gone wrong. Let's be honest. Let's let's not bullshit this.
1: Well, and there's so many other things you could say and do to not be picked for jury duty. Well, there is, but... You don't really have to spend an entire day, like, literally bitching about the fact that you're there.
0: No, no. Most of them last one day. Yeah, and and a lot of times, I mean, I'm also the, the one guy that... They never. They don't really pick a lot of. Honestly, they like women. They love to pick, or the defense likes to mm-hmm. usually likes to pick women because they're a little bit more emotional and appeal to mm-hmm. more to that. It all depends on the trial. They would pick um, mean, Very much depends on the trial. Coming from a family of lawyers, you yeah. I mean, they go through massive strategy on how to pick juries. Right. So oh yeah. It, it truly depends on the case. But majority but, of the time, from what I've seen, is they usually tend to. Go towards that versus a young well, if white p- man. Well, if
1: you're going for somebody that's like up for murder, then yeah, yeah. they you tend to want it, it. it. all
5: comes down to numbers.
2: This
1: is yeah. All yeah. Problem. No, you're,
4: you're, <laughs> just, wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Well, it is. Let's wait. Let's hear from the numbers guy. Right. It is numbers. Let's hear from the numbers guy. Yeah. yeah just
5: the the professor that actually got me into the statistics was, I mean, he was a lawyer, and I mean he had a whole side practice outside of being. Uh, at KU that was doing consulting on all the numbers on who you want to have as part of your as part of your jury and being whichever side you were on and it was I mean he taught statistics and he was very heavy in that and had a whole practice behind it was it was awesome to hear him talk it sounds like. Yeah, so like I and mean, prosecutors
2: that. in particular want men on on the right. on the jury. I mean, especially if you're in a criminal case, because right. it's it's a tough decision to make. Yeah, you know, and you get a certain number of vetoes and all that kind of stuff, so you end up with, generally speaking, a pretty fair jury. Right. But I think the bigger problem is, is there are people who shouldn't do jury duty. Some of them aren't bright enough. Some of them don't follow anything about what's going on. Like I think, honestly, I think you should being being in the jury should be a job. You know, you should yeah. have professional jurors. You know, I would love that. Who understand what the law is, <coughs> who you know, can parse it reasonably and be fair and objective, and that would be an infinitely better system than just making it a constitutional duty. Like by the time, like I remember when they were talking about the snipers in D.C. and they're like, mm. "Well, who hasn't heard about this case?" You know, because you can disqualify yourself by knowing too much about I it. I right? like, no, Those are the people I want. <laughs> and those are the people that I want because they're paying attention to us. Yeah, like, if you haven't heard about this, right. you're a
5: moron. Like, I don't want
2: you anywhere near the jury. Otherwise,
5: I mean, you're kind of rolling roll the die, right? I mean, every single time, depending on who's sitting there, your outcome could be completely different. Yeah, I absolutely. I mean, and that's, that's actually, that's sort of terrifying. I mean, that's a flip of a coin. I remember I mean, doing you know. jury duty
2: once, and they, it the a car thing, and uh, this woman had been hit. She'd gone to a doctor. And they agreed to pay the first medical bills. Well, six months goes by and then she claims that she got hurt again, and it was still related to the initial car wreck. And I remember every one of them, uh, with the exception of me and one other guy was like, "Now nah, let's let's vote to guilty just because there's an insurance company, let's bill's paying out. You know, it's not a big deal, like screw it, you know. Like, absolutely not. You know, I mean I made those people sit there all day until they were pissed and one by one changed their mind. And then you know, I'm like, This is completely unfair. She already got paid out for the first six months. You know, good enough. You know, I'm, I'm not going to have my insurance rates going up because a bunch of lazy ass people don't want to do their job right. You know, so I'd rather have people not do jury duty than do it in a shitty way, personally. So, so what happens? no <laughs> so better place to be on a jury than in Jackson County, man. if You're a company that they just, uh, you have unlimited pockets. We'll side with whoever. Yes, it's ridiculous. Yeah, you my wife was on one of those juries. The exact opposite. You see
3: him give huge awards, and you go, "Really, it was worth that?" I also am a firm
1: believer but isn't there a cap in reforming the system
2: on? to make it so that punitive damages go into a state fund. Uh, and do not go to the person who sued, and certainly do not go to the lawyers. Punitive damages are meant to curb the behavior of a company. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Actual damages, I'm with you, given to the party and the lawyers and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Punitive damages, but just they have nothing to do with that. So I see, okay. It's sending a message. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, that's what they're meant to do. And so that there's, just because but you're isn't smoking your that- entire life and sued RJR J- Reynolds or whoever mm-hmm. the tobacco place is, yeah. sure, that's your money shouldn't go to you.
1: But, but there's a cap on that anyway, right? Depends even if on the you. State. I thought most states had. Isn't that TARP?
2: No, you can. You, there are a lot of states that do not have caps on punitive damages at all. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's a lot of states that don't even have caps on actual damages. Like, the state of Kansas will tell you exactly what your arm's worth. You oh, why wow. there going to do that.
4: Yeah. Mm. That's crazy. Okay. Well, with, I think that's probably a good place to stop on that topic, <laughs> which gets me to my last party file. I actually had a couple more things, but I think I want to uh, skip around to uh, the last thing I had on party files, which is uh, slightly lighter, and that is uh, what is uh, the uh, glory and shit show that is the Olympics. <laughs> I'm like, uh, it's it's just it's uh, from everything that I've read and heard about, you know how uh, the uh, Olympic Committee, you know, pick sites, to just all of the craziness that has gone on in Rio, uh, with you know how they've dis- displaced people uh, and uh, and. You know, sent their economy into into craziness to to be able to host the games. Oh, yeah. You know, the fact that you know the Olympic Village on you know on the day that people were moving in, you know, still you know had you know ceiling tiles falling out, <laughs> falling out, and uh, you know, I just wanted to see what people thought before we even get to you know the actual games themselves, just. Um, what people thought about the process and how uh, it's very likely, uh, probably as corrupt as I don't know FIFA. FIFA. <laughs> to oh, say so uh, we've talked about that <laughs> yeah, I'm like, to, this is like uh, a
1: FIFA situation. They had
4: some lawsuits a couple of years ago, and a
0: couple of guys got put either they went to jail or uh, they were kicked off the committee. As far as what happened with the Olympics, because they were basically selling. Um, selling their votes, yeah. selling their votes to locations, and and, uh, and 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 really, I mean, I would never want the Olympics to come to the United States because the the cost. Every country in the last, like I think it's been like twenty years or so. Every single time they they put up one of these places, they lose more money than they actually gain oh, yeah. into like trying to start these things over. And in the last ten years, I think it is. The thing with with. Uh, uh, with Rio, it's the same thing that happened to Sochi with the, with the Russians, where oh, yeah. the place was still being built because you're not giving them a long enough time to build all these miraculous places. So they start cutting corners, so you have problems, so all that kind of stuff. I was listening to one guy on it was either Fox Business or CNBC, it was one or Bloomberg, it was one of the financial guys, and he said the smartest thing they would do is have one place. Where you do the, the Summer Olympics, and one place where you do the winter, and just leave it in those places. Go back to Greece, put it in Greece. If you want a place that needs the money, there <coughs> it is right there. Just put it there. Always have the Summer Olympics there, and then if you want to do it in, well, the guys are like Salt Lafayette. Lake City because they still have you know all this you know stuff set up for Salt you're Lake City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you can do it there, or you know go to the Alps. They were saying like is because they, you're there in Europe. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, Atlanta still
1: digging out.
4: Yeah. from uh, from when they did Summer Olympics. Okay, so, so they, is
1: it still every four years for the specific Olympics? Yeah. Like every four. Summer four, is yeah. every four. But, yeah. How so do it's you every not two, have... Every
3: two, it splits out. So right, they but, but they one.
1: don't do them the same year anymore. So it, it's every... Right, right. This, and every two, two years, years there's an winter, Olympics, and then, but yeah. you'll
3: see the it's summer.
2: That was all based Sorry. on our television television broadcasting <laughs> rights. Yeah. Hmm,
1: that's interesting.
2: I mean, there is... It's all political,
1: isn't it? Like, political in air quotes, not like... It's yeah. our driven by them. the, the money. money.
3: Oh yeah, Money. absolutely. I mean, it's one of the most. It's oh, not a lot different than our politics. But it just
1: seems like yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and of course, I am by no means a builder of any kind. But you don't think you you could do something like that in four years?
0: Well, permits, greasing the right palms. I mean, this guy can tell you. But right once there. you have
1: it, it's like you. There shouldn't be any. Palms being greased. Yeah, it's like you no, have no, it, no, no, you no, need to do
0: it. Politicians <laughs> know you got billions <laughs> of dollars coming into your city and they're not going they to put their hand out. Once again, on. I come am on. not
1: a builder by any means. I just think it's ridiculous. I want to live
0: in your
3: room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <want to> <laughs> okay. I'll
0: give you an
3: example. Tomorrow, tomorrow I got a production <laughs> meeting. I won't tell you where it's the city of Leewood. Okay. Okay. And, and it, it's, it's, it's so it's a public structure. And this has taken years, years. I've, I've had three different times I've it through three different builders. Okay. Okay? So now it's coming to fruitation. And neither one of the two builders i bid it before ended up getting a third builder did. So when you're dealing with the government...
1: But I'm thinking and you're at city and level. Did, this is, this is country is a level.
3: You're still dealing with city governments when you put into the city. And it uh. takes... It just takes forever for them, yeah. and I'm on, a, I'm on a political appointment with Johnson County Contractor Licensing, and the biggest education for me as I got into the education committee and then got on the review board was understanding how the political end of it works and how the county in this particular instance works and their analytical things that they do in order to come to a conclusion on something. They look at all angles. It takes a long time for them to really say, okay, we're going forward with this because they spend a lot of time hashing things out. And mm. it just it, it does take a long time to make, make these things fall into policy.
1: And this would be why uh, Mario says, this is one of the reasons I like you because you really are optimistic about everything.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and you are. And you are. And you won't well love because of it. But it's... Uh, at times, it's not total reality. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure
1: it's not, but...
3: Then I think I told you the story about what happened to us in Chicago over the winter.
1: Yes. With the stupid they, address? Yeah, they
2: turned our electricity off at our building. We're, on the, we're above uh, Grand Elliott Bistro, so we're on the second floor of a two-story building. And there were two meters. And one of them was 841 first floor and 841 second floor. Well, our address is technically 843 Mr. Randolph. But the gas company decided we didn't exist, so they just shut off 841 second floor. I'm like, mm-hmm. actually, 843 does exist. It's a legal address, at least. That'll say that. Plus, I've had electricity here for five years. Like, so don't do it, don't know to tell you. Can't help you out. Was so it winter So, it was people's gas. It was winter. Oh, yeah, it was winter. Yeah, so people's gas shut us off. So, I had to fly up there. I'm like, why don't you have a guy come out and meet me, and we can try to get this resolved? So, he looks at it and he's can't help you. I put a thousand dollars to make any difference? He goes, I don't know. I may make a phone call. Ah! I, I had lights and electricity on within fifteen minutes. Well, see, in the and state I just of, think in, that's in, 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 so literally, sad. Literally, took a marker and crossed
0: out second floor and it. <laughs> well, and and the funny thing is in in Missouri, like Missouri Gas Energy during the winter time, they're not they're legally not allowed to shut off your gas right? anymore. Anymore. Yeah. Anymore. but you know I got I got a buddy, so uh, one of the guys who used to manage this restaurant and then also. Uh, one of the guys who used to work as waiter, they decided to open up a bar. You guys ever heard of Coda down the street? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were sitting there working that, putting that together, getting it all done. Well, they had a door that opened up to the street. So the city coming in, they're going through and they're doing their little deal with the, you know, get the inspection. So the city said, that door can't open to the street. They're like, why? He goes, well, it blocks the sidewalk. So they rehung the door so they went, swung inside. So they went back and they did it, the city passed them on it. Then they went to the fire department. The fire department said, You can't have that door open up on the inside, that's a fire hazard. People try to push you to get out the door, the door has to open up to mm-hmm. the street. Yeah. So they're like, You gotta be kidding. So they went round and 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 round, and round. Mm-hmm. until somebody sat down and said, Well, how do we solve this? And they go, Well, we got an idea how you can solve that. And then it was just, you just, Put money in somebody's Show hand. Show me the money. Exactly, and it solved the problem. The that's a bunch of swung bullshit. To the
1: it should be, it, see, and to me that should be fire code wins.
0: Well, absolutely. <laughs> well, and the ridiculous part is you've seen how big the sidewalk is on Broadway in that yes. area. Yes, So when you have a two and a half foot door swing out onto a six foot sidewalk,
4: right? I mean, come on. That would be an ADA. Function. If you get that hit with the door, 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 you're supposed so to stupid. at that point. Yeah, it sounds like it to me. <laughs> just I saw, thought you but were gonna
1: say something like put in a swinging door.
4: Yeah, I was thinking of revolving. The door. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: but I mean it's just like a it's
4: just like a door like that. Yeah. Like a big entry, right? Yeah, but like yeah. you say, I t- yeah. t- my um, sensible human says fire code wins. Uh, growing up in Chicago. I know a $1,000 wins. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> you definitely enjoyed it. <laughs> and that
3: this bird. is why nothing gets done. Absolutely. That, that resolutely. Oh, that's absolutely.
4: why it takes so long to put absolutely. up in a little absolutely. big village. Yeah. Absolutely. I get
1: it. I don't like it, but well, I get it. Yeah. But yeah. imagine
0: also doing it in a country that's corrupt. It's even worse. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like which would Russia, be any country like, yeah, ever. Russia, like
3: Korea. I mean <laughs> yeah. like you know, wait wait, Brazil, wait. wait. Like, most most any country. Well, exactly, yeah. exactly. You any over, country ever. you go overseas and you get enlightened very quickly. I oh, promise yeah, you that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. a man who mm-hmm. spent a lot of time mm-hmm. overseas. Mm-hmm. I just want to go
1: somewhere and have okay. a drink yeah. and sit on a beach. I mean, I don't want to deal with
3: <laughs> <laughs> I am doing that this weekend, you know. I, that's exactly where I'm going. I hear you. It could thunderstorm all at once. i got a roof over the pavilion. It'll, I'll sit there and drink and watch it the Thunder and lightning over the ocean. And I really don't even care if going. it's a
1: beach. I just want to go somewhere where this kind of stuff doesn't matter. With my girl, 34
4: years. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. I think that sounds like a good place to end this week's party files and uh, and get into uh, a few uh, of this week's party favors. So we were talking about the Olympics. And... Um, so uh I was talking to somebody earlier today and it it was kind of amazing to me and and maybe somebody here remembers exactly, but it hasn't Phelps been in four Olympics now? mm mm-hmm. So yeah. so because that's a a long Olympic career. Uh and and He's still winning gold.
1: I think uh, he missed the last Olympics, though. I think he didn't go to that one.
4: No, no, he's, he's, no he no, he was there. He was there. He was there. Yeah, and and, and won and medaled. Yeah. Uh, and, and but, uh, in this Olympics, uh, he actually just took home his nineteenth gold medal. Wow. And this Olympics is just getting started. And so he's I, got twenty three regular, or just his total uh, uh, total medals, medals yeah. is twenty three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I just I that's just incredible. thought that uh, that's for. For a 16-year Olympic career, you know, having... First of all, he definitely already has more medals than anybody. But 19 <laughs> gold is is pretty amazing. And I, I thought, uh, you He's know... winning
1: the winningest yeah.
4: Olympic... Let, let me add in on this, being a, a swimmer. Being a swimmer. All right. Uh, we, we, and we have so seen big has, days... Uh, who has <laughs> and still swims. Yeah, I've seen yeah. big days called trunks, by the way. So, yeah, we won't not get trunk, Speedo. And we won't get in. Well, that. well let's, <laughs> t- let's, <laughs> tell, let's tell the
3: quick story on that one.
4: No, let's not tell the story.
3: Jackie was definitely freaking out. <laughs> no, I was like,
1: okay, this is going to happen.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I have my skull speedo, on, so you know it was sexy. But anyway, um, to watch him swim in that 400 meter relay mm-hmm. freestyle um, and, and see him take that lead is incredible And I'm not a bad swimmer for an old guy but he would basically swim a 200 mm-hmm. and hit the wall before I could hit a 100 <laughs> yeah, he's, a, yeah, he's a physical he, he, phenom he, he would catch me at the wall
1: <laughs> I remember the Olympics That's when he phenomenal. won the, what was it, seven or eight medals mm. that he won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. they were talking about, you know, the wingspan and, you know, just, it's kind of like when you think of the anatomy of a linebacker or, you know, whatever, what makes a really good... Physique for the sport you're in. Yeah, like well, he's, he's like almost for them. It's, it's not
3: only strength though. Swimming is about technique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's about technique. Well, and, and he's, he's double
1: jointed, so like. Well, the way. Yeah.
3: The way they dolphin out of their turns.
1: hmm
3: Is they, they generate so much speed and they stay underwater water for so long doing this mm-hmm. that they that's almost where the is run somewhat is how they can dolphin out of it. Mm-hmm. They dilate the whole body. Yeah. As they go it and then you see their strokes. It was really cool last night, the other night when I was watching one watching last night. When you they got the camera coming in front of Katie Ledecki. Oh yeah yeah. And you can literally see her strokes and how she's coming in and how she's mm-hmm. grabbing the water and pulling it and that all the way down. Right. That technique, if you understand it is what's made me good is I've learned that technique. Well, and it's a, but I'm older, she's amazing, too. Pounds, <laughs> they are near a way where they're 240 pounds, and <laughs> they're, they're not old. She, but but it's amazing. It's really a cool camera angle to see them and then mm-hmm. to see them underwater, and watch their strokes, because mm-hmm. they generate so much power doing that. It's just incredible. It's, it's, it's an amazing thing to watch. Yeah. Well,
1: and Katie, um, I don't remember what, was, what race it was, but she beat the world record by 5 seconds. Oh
0: yeah, wow. she was way ahead.
3: Of
1: it. And I mean it it's, you know.
0: It's really cool. It's
1: amazing. Was it
0: her own world record too that she beat
1: too? I don't think so. Like, okay. I think somebody else held it. Okay. I thought somebody but said But I don't that was her. it was um I was in the other room when the news was on this morning when they were talking about it. And this is only this is her second they're saying, which kind of annoyed me a little bit, but they were saying that she's the female Michael Phelps. Ah.
3: I think she's the female Katie Ledecky. Yeah, I'm like, I why does that? she have to
1: be compared to a guy? So you but know, whatever. I have to be
3: compared to a guy, they would say she swims like a guy, I and mean, that's one of the th- comparisons they make. The, the females swim a little bit differently.
1: She um, had she threw a little bit of attitude and they,
3: at the Russian. Have, the females <laughs> actually have a, a different said, body composition okay. than the males. Mm-hmm. Um, the females in our pool can kick better. Because their body fat and the little they have in those things is distributed differently than males. The males sink on the ass end, the females plane out better. Well,
1: mm. and just, I hate to say it, a, but women are just a little bit more graceful than men are anyway. I mean, it just. You
3: know, I would hope it so. It, it tends to make us more attractive <laughs> to you because of that. You know. Yes,
1: I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying that you know there are you know, a little that, bit.
3: That, that's one of the <laughs> that's one of the male female things that the female working and saying yeah 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 I
4: want some of that. Hmm. You you swim, Chris? Hmm. I, say, I know you go to I know I know you, I know you go you, know you <laughs> not go to, at all. No, you go to the gym a lot, but I didn't know if you swim. No. Nope. <laughs> I, I you as swimming. you get older, I suggest
3: people that can swim. As you get older, it's just, it, it it doesn't hurt your joints. I love
1: to swim. It doesn't hurt your
3: body, and you can get in I'm really not winning any it. it's, a, it's a total workout. It's a total workout.
4: Mm-hmm. Even in my school speedo. up. <laughs> <laughs> I found a couple other stories that were just a little more, just kind of heartwarming party favors. Uh, so it was a 16-year-old uh, Compton kid who was. Uh, uh, he is the youngest, uh, black pilot to fly around the U.S. Uh, so he's, uh... Yeah, 16-year-old, uh, his name's Isaiah Cooper. how did he get to fly? Um, I didn't see all of that in the story. Um, it's happened, it actually happened in, uh, July, but, uh... But he did a, you know, an 8,000 mile flight around the the U.S. Uh, I mean, actually, his plane broke down, and uh, and he had to uh, get another aircraft in. Uh, I think it was Wyoming, and then. Uh, but you know, it was crazy because it's it. You know, he wanted to do it, and. Uh, they put up a GoFundMe page um, oh, cool. and, and so he was able to do that And then now there's a, a GoFundMe page Because uh, he wants to He wants to try to be uh, One of the youngest uh, to fly around the world And uh, his GoFundMe is already raised $45,000 That was pretty cool did they say what type of plane he was? Was he flying a small engine plane? Yeah, a small engine plane. I didn't get the exact make of the plane, but I do know it was a small engine. My, my, my father flew small engine planes oh, okay. for many, right. many years. Yeah. And, yeah. and he actually taught my sister
3: and I to do touch and goes. Oh, nice. So something happened to him while we were flying, we could do it. I couldn't get a license because I was a want to I could have passed physical, Or I would have flown too. I, would have, I found it fascinating. But yeah. there, there's something about being up in a small plane
1: that scares yeah, the shit out of you. <laughs> well, yeah,
3: you know, I won't say there's not a fear factor in it, but there's also a freedom factor in it. Yeah. But, and, and, but there's also very much a, a which my father would really enjoyed the technological thing of. You're flying from, from the flight vectors. So you, you, you are, you're on the flight highways, hmm. and you fly this VOR, and then you change your direction, you fly to that where you are, and then you fly to that where you are, and you fly at a certain altitude so everybody can keep track of where you are. And if, and if something's flying towards you at a similar altitude, you're alerted by the, by the, by the flight, you know, uh, people that, that something's coming at you. It's, it's really a very liberating thing to be up in a plane and be able to fly above the Earth. And, and not be above ten thousand feet. If you're right. flying with small feet, you know you're not a pressurized cabin. Right, right, right. And so you're kind of flying the pea patch, as we used to say. That's cool. And, it, and it's it's a very cool thing, and I, I
4: admire that young man very much for wanting yeah, to. Yeah, I haven't I haven't done the small plane thing yet, so. Uh, uh, one, it's a different
1: it, experience, if, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's very
4: it's, different experience. So what were you? What were you looking? It at,
1: says you? he um, he enrolled in an aviation youth program at Tomorrow's Aeronautical Museum, an organization that did, that gives at-risk youth the opportunity to become pilots when he was five. And then he dropped out hmm. and fell into some other stuff and came back from his mentor, nice. but it says. That um, he wrote that his goal is to become a productive young man with a future in aviation and not a statistic.
4: Which I think kind of goes back to what we were saying before about you know I don't know if it's a generational thing. I think it's just a personal motivation thing. It's like you either you gotta wanna strive for something bigger and better, or or you don't.
3: You gotta want something. Yeah. And uh and I predict he'll be successful in life. Oh, yes. he's, oh learned, absolutely. He, he's learned to conquer something and conquer himself.
1: Well and he said Cooper offered some motivational words. There's a higher power that all that's always there <laughs> trying to have you focused. So whatever you want to do, you can do it.
4: There you go. Absolutely. And yeah, I believe in that very, very, very strongly. Alright, so uh yeah, I, I love that story. I just thought that was really cool. And uh, for uh, today's,
5: mm-hmm. all right.
4: Uh, <laughs> uh, so for today's last uh, party favor, I thought this was also cool. Just kind of the redeeming quality of uh, of, of humans and Americans uh, in particular. But so that this kid, you know, uh, who uh, who was uh learning disabled and uh and he's playing uh he's got autism and uh he's playing Pokemon Go. And so his his mom uh has him out there and these two men um you know kind of trapped him out in the field and they there was this bottle of barbecue sauce and they stomped on it on the ground and it Squirted all over him and his mom, and and basically they were like, oh, you know, you know, look what we did, you know, we got the, you know, we got the retard, and, you know, and it was, you know, kind of a pretty horrible situation, and, uh, you know, and, and humiliating for for him and his mom, and then um, the his sister, um, you know, found out about you know that experience, and um, and she did a. Uh, Facebook page uh, uh, it's the Arizona Pokemon Go community Facebook page uh, and basically told that story and um, so basically all these um, students from ASU uh, came out and uh, to to play Pokemon Go with uh, this, uh, his name is uh Oh dai do, do, do. stall Swartet? I wanna I wanna I hate to mispronounce his name. Um, yeah, yeah Ty Swartet. And um, so they basically all came out to play uh, play with him. Um, and it was and it says the uh, that post got such an outpouring of sympathy that members decided to take it further and invite, you know. Uh, Ty and his mother uh, to uh, Tempe Beach Park to play as a group, um, and so not only did dozens of people show up to play in this group with them, but they, you know, they brought them gifts and, you know, just, um, you know, just uh, and, all things of support. And I just thought that was one of those kind of redeeming uh, of the human spirit type mm-hmm. stories. Most most of us
3: are good people.
4: I I think so. There's always a bad apple out there. You just got to learn to conquer
3: over the bad apples. Yeah, I think and rise rise up above them because you know they are they have nothing going for them. If that's what they want to do is about punk people, really that's your life. Some people get a kick out of being assholes. You know, and there's no kick in it. Really, you know, they're they're just assholes. Yeah, and 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 this is what you are, and people are going to think you're alright person for doing that? Only a few. By and large, we're good people. And we always want to see good things happen to people. And that's the beautiful thing about who we are. I run into them every day. And they always
4: amaze me about who they are and how they do it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I was uh, thinking about some of the earlier stuff with the party files and we were kind of talking about how we want to, uh, you know, as an American public, maybe we aren't necessarily uh, shrinking, but it feels like we're shrinking, and maybe some of that is keeping up with the Joneses. And, and it got me to thinking, uh, which brings me to kind of the, you know, kind of the, uh, you know, poignant point words uh, to kind of close things, but it got me to think about this commercial I saw years ago. So... Uh, you know, obviously middle class, white guy um, and his, you know, and his family and they're, you know, having a barbecue and, and I just, I remember, you know, he was in the backyard, all his friends were there and the entire commercial he has the biggest smile like just, you know, just sounded this plastered a uh, like, like fake smile with just plastered on his face <laughs> I remember, I remember him saying, You know, I've got a fabulous house and, you know, I've got a beautiful wife and lovely children and I've got a brand new car and I've got this and I've got that. And you want to know how I do it? I'm in debt up to my eyeballs. (laughs) <laughs> it, is, yeah, it is really and I, that commercial has stuck with me for years I can't remember what the commercial was for but it but it definitely makes me think about um, the, un, the America that we're living in today you know it's yes we've you know we've got you know Every single gaming system, and we've got, you know, we've got our iPhones. Like I, I got one. Chris has got one. You know, it's. You I know. do not have an iPhone. <laughs> and, you know, we've got, you know, we, we've you know, we, iPhone. we've got our laptops, and our eight-year-old children have cell phones and boom boxes. Yeah, yeah, or boomboxes. Yeah. Or yeah, or, or, yeah, or, or, yeah. A yeah. boombox that we can go, you know, yeah. cordless yeah. with yeah, exactly sink into our boombox. Yeah, but you know, you know. Can we, to, I guess, Sean's earlier point, you know, can we actually afford it, you know? Or are we in debt up to our eyeballs? So, with that, I want to uh, say thank you to everybody out there in Podcast Land for listening to Law Party Podcast. And I'm going to end this podcast in the same way I end all podcasts. And that is with the quote that started it all for me. And that is, to good times with good people.